Yes. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time again. TGIM, another Monday night. Welcome to the Stoop Radio Show right here, live, 100% live, right here on Block Talk Radio. Jeff the Shark Perini, now officially on Instagram at JPShark71. After all these years, it's finally happened. <laughs> uh, yep. Thank you very much. I'm here with a young lady who has, um, I guess, her phone with a big light flashing in her face, is bringing out her beautiful essence, the lovely, the incredible, the co-hostess with the Moses, the God sent, and soon to be the Princess of Wales, Jewel Tady. <laughs> I wouldn't say right. Wales. No. Oh, not quite Wales. <laughs> North Wales? Isn't it North Wales? I'm north of North Wales. I'm I'm North of My north. brother said I'm I'm a northerner now. We're like the Starks up in the north. You That's too much to say. Game of, Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Right. I, I kinda got it. I kinda figured that's where we were going. But the princess of North North Wales sounds ridiculous. It's <laughs> just ridiculous. That's a lot of mouthful, but congratulations anyway. Um we're talking about Jewel's move. We're very excited for Jewel. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, hey, it's absolutely my pleasure. So let's do a lot first before we get to anything. Let's do tons. Because uh, we've got a big show tonight. We've got a very, very special guest. Every um, young man who's grown up in the 80s and 90s will know tonight's guest. One of the greatest video vixens of all time, Bobby Brown. Absolutely, Uh-oh. Bobby Brown. Miss Cherry Pie herself. I cannot be more excited. So, all you uh, 40-somethings out there like me who grew up with this, get get excited. But anyway, before we do all that, a massive, humongous thank you for our guest for Monday night, Troy David Hendrickson. Jesus, Jewel, you, you hit the nail on the head there. That was a jackpot. He is currently the number one time most listened to person in our brief stoop history. 47 episodes How worth. Incredible. Crazy. How crazy is that? Absolutely Delco crazy. Mom. People were tuning in. <laughs> oh, Delco mom. People were tuning in left and right. Uh, his mom added me on Facebook. <laughs> just, that's how great that's everything awesome. went. It was awesome. And such a great episode. And the. Uh, we're going to get together. Me and Troy have been talking about getting together for some fireball and however you say. I don't have the accent, but anyway, we're going to do that. And Monday's episode oh, Monday's episode was massive. Wednesday night, I thought ahead. I, I say I. We thought ahead. Jewel and I thought ahead and decided with the pending snowstorm that we don't do an episode. And what a blessing. How crazy was Wednesday's snowstorm? Oh, I'm over it, over the snow, up in the north. Up in the north, I'm so over it. Uh, we definitely had a power outage. We would have we would have never even had a show because we had no. no power in our area. Um, we lost at about God three o'clock and didn't get it up back to about five o'clock in the morning. So that was just brutal. Wow. Did, yeah. Was there any damage done around your house? Um, my beautiful Japanese maple tree in front that everybody swears by and to me it's just another tree uh, took a beating, it's half fallen down, a lot of it fell, but nothing ridiculous, but enough to just make it uncomfortable and yeah, I know my mom's house uh, my 
grandma dashes are actually buried with this little tiny willow tree we just planted and the one huge tree fell down and then my gram's tree was like hanging on by a thread and it like came down and then they did this like rig thing to rig it back up so thank god it wasn't destroyed yeah it could have been worse absolutely you know my wife is a little sad about the uh, maple tree but hopefully it'll uh <clears throat> come to life again in the spring and hopefully everything's okay um for those of you tuning in to us if you're double dipping or if you're not double dipping i'll give you the highlights claude Giroux just scored that is now one-to-one flyers against the golden knights very early in the second period beautiful goal by Giroux. flyers on a nice run right now one one in the second period we've got so much to talk about tonight we got so much talking that Jules talking to other people in the studio right in this room. I'm watching the Flyers. The Flyers. Ah. <laughs> because I know you, I know you always have great stuff going on. I am so jealous of your turnout because your studio always has somebody. You're always busy there, and I'm jealous because nobody's ever here on my end. Well, it's always somebody on your end. Never anyone. Well, that could cause trouble in the studio. You get uh, unwanted feedback. <laughs> No, nah, not really. It's a, it's a freelance, every man and woman for themselves type fun show. The only thing I get here is dog bark and the, the occasional regurgitation of me belching after one of my many shots at tequila. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I I, get, I had to get shots in and, and drinks. I'm nervous tonight. Bobby Brown, I don't understand. This is like, you know. Oh, man. This is your oh, house man. works. This is my house works. It's so cool. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, Madeline Zima was also one of mine, but she was, like, my good girl show That's crush. True. This is my this is my bad girl show crush. That's right. Very true. Yes. <laughs> no, I didn't tell her. <laughs> a little bit. It's, it's a little true. It's more like um, Hal Sparks is kind of like your nice guy you'd like to date kind of guest. Josh Server's that guy you want to jump in bed with kind of guest. <laughs> I'm not a guy girl. I'm I don't know how to use skiving. Hell. <laughs> What's that? But you know what? Josh Sherver was on a Nickelodeon show, so it's like, uh, you know. Yeah, trust when you're me. a kid. So was uh, so was Jody Sweeten. She was a little squirrel <laughs> on Full House, and I got to tell you, my own. Gracious. I, I thought you liked Kimmy Gibbler. No, I don't like. I like Jody Sweeten. My goodness. All right, let's do. Let's do top five so I stop rambling. And tonight's top five, like we love to pick a different category for every show. And we try to focus it on the guests. So in honor of our guest tonight, Miss Bobby Brown, top five all-time music videos. These are the oh, five man. we love. Oh, man. You know, I'm going to let Jewel, I'm going to let you go first, Jewel, because it's different generations. I'm sure you're going to have a whole different flavor than me, like normal. And you usually make me go first. So tonight... I'm not even giving you the option. You were going first. Okay. Wait, I might switch one. Is that okay? Mid-switch? Yeah. Yeah, that's terrific. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Mid-switch. First ever stupid radio show, mid-switch. Well, I actually Whatever have a tie for number five. How about that? I have a tie for number sure. five. Because there I just remembered yeah. one in my mind. And um, I loved the video for... <laughs> awesome. This is why we don't do mid-switch. Oh, oh I, I remember. I'm like, what was that? It was Buddy Holly by Weezer. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I don't have 
Frontline. Yes, Happy Days. Oh, that's great. We were playing in Owls, and I just remember that being one of the like the best videos I've ever seen when I was like growing up. So that has to be an honor, I, honorable mention. Um, can number I change five, my list? <laughs> go for it. Uh, number five for me was Guns N' Roses' November Rain because that was like oh, one of the first things yeah. I saw. I was like, wow, like this is like a movie. It's amazing. The bride dies. It's like raining. Axl Rose is all like dreamy and it was just probably one of the best videos I've ever seen so number five number four I am a 90s kid don't judge but baby one more time came out and made me obsessed with music videos god your list is awesome (laughs) I know thank you it is I, I love Britney Spears, and I just wanted to learn all of her dances and watch every one of her music videos. And she was. She was, like, the queen of music videos for a long time. So props to Brit. Um, wow. Number three, Tropico by Lana Del Rey. This, I know you're going to say something, but this was, like, cinematic perfection. It was, like, five videos into one. It was God the Monsters, Bel Air. It was just a mash of, like, her best songs. And it went along great with, like, her whole album. It was, like, a very California, dreamy mini-movie. And I love it. I watch it all the time. It's got, like, John Wayne and Marilyn Monroe and Elvis Presley in there. It's just really cool. I love it. Uh, Number two, and it's me and Mike's song, so it has to be in there. But it's video games. And I love, because Lana Del Rey, when she first came out, this was on YouTube, and this made her a big star. But she used to use, like, all these old movie montage, like, all these little screen grabs. It was, like, you know, dancers and, and clips of, like, old cartoons that we grew up on. So she's around the same age as me, so it's very cool. Love her music videos. And number one, this music video makes me happy every single time I watch it, but it's Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. It's the whole band. It's the E Street Band. Clarence, Stevie, Nils, Patty, and I think this is one of the first videos Patty was into, his wife. But they're all just, like, having a blast, playing baseball, singing at the bar, the Stone Pony in Asbury Park. It's just the best. And I love Bruce, and this has to be my number one. Tremendous list. Great list. And i, I got to tell you, I liked the video for Glory Days. I like when he talks about, you know, now he's pitching baseball, and he's talking about, like, uh, pitching to Craig Nettles and the series is on the line. It's good stuff. Not a big yeah. Bruce fan, as we know, but I do like that video. I like that video a lot. And actually, I do kind of like that song. Not a Bruce person, but I do like Glory Days, and I like that video. Um, Very. It's great. Great list. I, I can't believe I forgot. And two of the big ones I forgot, too. Buddy Holly and, and Guns N' Roses November Rain. And Baby One More Time. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to talk about pubescence. <laughs> Jesus. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get into my list. And I have a tie for number five. My list is a lot of coming of age, <laughs> if you will. But um, my top five. Number five, I've got a tie. First one, the tie for fifth, Hot for Teacher by Van Halen. Uh, I love this video. I love the song. And I like the teacher, and I like the little kids, especially like the Van Halen dudes as kids in school. And it's in black and white, and it's a very cool video. Well, it starts out black and white and goes back to color and all. But it's just a cool video, and I like the song, and I, I, I like the um, – the direction of it. So that's tied for fifth with one that definitely shows my perverted side. 
Sam Kinison's version of Wild Thing. Sam version did he did a version of Wild Thing, and in the middle of this pit it's Jessica Hahn and like these two little straps covering her boobs, dancing all around. But it was neat because there were so many rock stars in it, like Billy Idol and and um, Joe Perry and Stephen Tyler and Aerosmith, and you were starting to look at the faces and say, that's so-and-so, that's so-and-so. So had a very good um, montage of artists watching Jessica Hahn dance around like a tramp. Also liked the version of the song. Very good. That was um, <laughs> tied for five. Sam Kinnison's Wild Thing. Number four, again, totally perverted. Here I Go Again by White Snake, Tony Katane, the Jaguar, the dance on the Jaguar. Need I say more? I don't, there is nothing more to say. That's it. Number three, and I'm not being a homer again, not because she's our guest. Number three is Cherry Pie. I love that video. I love Bobby. I like the song. It was a, um, it was kind of like the, and my timeline might be a little messed up. It was kind of the birth of the metal, the, the hair metal band's videos. There were some before, but this was like the one that made people understand and say, hey, I like music videos. And it was big and uh, went a long way for Bobby, and I love Cherry number three. Number two, very creative, a song that I love. It's a closet love song. People think it's corny. Aha's Take On Me. Oh, yeah. the video with the comics, but there's like real life in the comic. And the song is very 80s, very uppity and neat. And I just love the video. So it was awesome. Number two, take on me. Number one, if you were a kid in the 80s, didn't make a difference where you were, where you were from, who your favorite artist was, what kind of music you were none of that mattered. Michael Jackson's Thriller. Period. I mean, even the long version, the short version, the long version, whatever it was, the dancing, the the story behind it, the the makeup, the everything was so... Badass. It was great, and it was like ahead of its time. It was a, like I said, like a 15, 20-minute video. And I remember um, Friday Night Videos, which is what us kids watched that didn't have cable, made this huge deal about it. About, you know, it was scary and had messages, but it was amazing. Probably to this day, maybe the most creative, greatest video of all time, Michael Jackson's Thrower. That is my top five. Wow. Kudos. Kudos, thank you. I mean, I went from smut to creativity in half a video. <laughs> Great list. <laughs> you know, thrill, Thriller really did scare me as a kid because I used to watch it and be like, ooh, it's scary. <laughs> it was a little scary. I was a little afraid of it. It was a little scary. And I had a little okay. nightmares. And I was like in my late teens. So, this shit would kind of Zombies me. are scary. <laughs> zombies are scary. Michael's not, Michael Jackson as a zombie is scary. Michael Jackson by himself is scary. Especially <laughs> as a zombie. Um, the uh, young lady in the video was uh, Ola DeRay. She was a uh, Playboy playmate. Hmm. Maybe that's where she got her name, DeRay. No, maybe not. <laughs> okay. What's <laughs> made up, so. You're the best. You cracked me up. All right, so let's let's rehash um, top fives. We each had a tie at the top. Jewel went with one of the best. Weezer's Buddy Holly and Guns N' Roses' November Rain. That's a great five spot there. Number four, Britney Spears kind of announcing herself to the world. Baby, one more time. Number three, Tropico by Lana Del Rey. Number two, Video Games. And number one, Bruce Springsteen's Glory Days. 
for once, nothing bad to say about Bruce Springsteen. Wow. For once. Don't get used to it. Jeff's list tied for five as well. Hot for Teacher and Sam Kinison's version of Wild Thing. Number four, Here I Go Again by Whitesnake. Number three, Warren's Cherry Pie. Number two, Aha's Take On Me. Number one, of course, the legendary Michael Jackson thriller. A lot of fun. That's a great list. On both ends. Good times. I think Yours so. This is very good. I think so. I know back in the day of uh, what's on my playlist, used to lose every time, but this, you're, you're close tonight. Okay. we got to bring that back. Womp womp. We we will bring back what's on my playlist. We mix things around and, and you know we got word that the show might be a little too long, so we try to mix it up. But I do miss what's on my playlist. Maybe a top three. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, maybe you know, maybe top three. Uh, we are about 15 minutes away, and tonight is a call-in, so we're going to call in uh, Miss Bobby Brown. I'm uh, just going to give her the heads up around 15 minutes. And we'll get back to action. <laughs> i got to be prepared. <laughs> you know, when you get these uh, wonderful stars, you got to be prepared and let them know you're okay. So let's do some topics. And, Jesus, this topic here, I read this this morning, and I was like, wow. Um, Tim McGraw apparently um, – did a little minor collapse on the stage last night during his performance. Uh, apparently dropped to his knees, uh, kind of felt faint. Uh, the latest word we heard from his wife, Faith Hill, was she was blaming uh, dehydration. Um, did you hear about this? And do you think this is going to affect Tim's future of performing? He's supposed to be a real big performer. Does this uh, affect his future? I don't think so. Um, I just saw those two on a show not too long ago. Uh, I think it was The Voice, and they were giving, like, advice or whatever. They're such a strong, like, American, homegrown couple. I love those two so much. And, um, yeah, I just think, I mean, if she says he has dehydration, for some reason, I believe Faith Hill. Um, I would put my trust in Faith Hill. (laughs) She just seems like a good person. So maybe that's all it is, and he just needs to take a break because he works too hard. Agreed. Isn't she cute? She's so cute. She's so pretty. I love her. He's, he's cute, too. They're both cute. They're like, it makes everybody sick. But um, I saw it, and I mean, um, it's got to be a little weird because I'm sure at one point in most of our lives, we've all felt that moment where we're not quite right, or we don't feel quite well. And it's scary because he's on stage, he's singing, and you know he doesn't want to give up. You know he doesn't want to fail his fans or whatever. But to just kind of drop like that, that's a little terrifying. And you figure it's got to be in his head for a little while. Thank you. Hope not because, uh, you know, I'm a country fan, but Tim is just an electric performer, and people absolutely love him. They love him in faith. So, wishing the best to uh, Tim McGraw. I really didn't hear if they came out with any um, other synopsis. Did you hear anything else as to what it may have I- happened? No, I didn't hear any, like, updates or anything. But you know what? I mean, it's strenuous. You know, you're out there, you're under the lights, you're sweating. I mean, and he is a guy of a certain age. Like, you have to, you know, pull back a little bit. I mean, look at Wendy Williams. She just stands there and talks. (laughs) And she (laughs) faints. I mean, it happens. So, wish him all the best. The more more I watch that video, the more I really do wonder if she really fainted. But, yeah. um, Yeah, we wish the best to best to Tim McGraw. Like I said, whether you're a country fan or not, guy's a big time entertainer, and, and they're giving, they're charitable, and 
it's got a lot of songs that really mean a lot. So, you know, we wish the best to Tim McGraw. Hopefully it's just something minor. Hopefully it was just dehydration. He can come back and uh, continue his career as a top singer. He's 50. Can you oh. believe it? No, I thought he was oh. older. <laughs> <laughs> older? No, 50. I mean, you know, the guy he looks pretty good. God bless him. I, no, I seriously thought he was like 60. Uh, sorry. 60? <laughs> I no. don't know. Once us men get past 45, it's over. Yeah. Become an no, old man. You guys just get better looking. It's us women that have to go through hell. I gotta agree. I think I am cuter now than I was 20 some years ago. <laughs> God. I do. No, I really do. <laughs> I mean, I would like now, I would now officially sleep with myself. When I was in my late teens, I maybe went out on a date with myself. And had a handshake at the end of the night. Men just get settled in your ways. <laughs> so it is. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Had a little conversation with the wife the other day at Ulta. And uh, she was talking to another woman and her daughter. And the woman was getting all my shit about, oh, you men are so lucky. Yeah, we don't have to wear makeup because we are just naturally beautiful. So you went in Ulta and you did some I shopping, did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now nah, the the wife was in there. I went to Five Below and bought some nice Five Below trinkets, including the little tub of uh, beer flavored jelly beans. If you haven't, I recommend. At Five Below, hmm, mm-hmm. sounds good. Wow, they're not just some knockoff shit. Too, they're Jelly Belly, so they're the real deal. Beer flavored. Oh flavor. wow! And you know the funny thing? You walk into Ulta, and all eyes are on you. Like there's a man in here, <laughs> you know. So. <laughs> So I play it off, like I always do. My wife is God only knows where. She's roaming around the store. I walk up to a girl who works there and says, what kind of blush accents my face? And she oh said, God. well, and she was being, like, she was serious. She's like, well, and I'm like, okay, I'm walking away now. And I had to walk away from her because she called my bluff. <laughs> yeah, she did. She called my bluff and I lost. Damn it, it never happened. Well, she has to help you if you're asking for a product. Like, uh, no, I should I should have thought of it. Don't discriminate. Come on now. I know. That's your fault for walking in Ulta. I don't think That's I can right. get Mike in Ulta. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm like, I told her, I'm going to Five Below. I was in there for like 20 minutes, bought a jump rope, bought the jelly beans, touched everything. And I think she had just walked into Ulta. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you get to that. So, I. I have to take that back because I have sent him, forget this, at one shopping trip for lashes. No, for fake lashes and castor oil. Now, castor oil (laughs) is like what they use to make you shit, but Mm -hmm. you could also put it on your eyelashes to help them grow. So he was walking around the store (laughs) with fake eyelashes asking for castor oil. (laughs) And she's like, sir, are you having a problem? (laughs) What is wrong I'm going to put the fake eyelashes on my face and make it a butt face. <laughs> oh, wait. I blew that <sighs> fake eyelashes on my ass and make it a butt face. God, God man. Oh, so behind me. God damn it. It would have been a great joke if I would hit it right on time. Yeah. I blew it. That's why I'm, uh, that's why I'm not on a uh, NBC or CBS sponsored station. <laughs> Yeah. Because they hit their joke. God damn, it's such a good joke to himself. <laughs> now let's go from me being silly to me being very serious. Um, a couple of days ago, me, a couple of weeks ago, I guess we mentioned here on Stupid, what was looking at like a minor shutdown of some stores appears to be a closing for good. 
Toys R Us, folks, announced that it is preparing to close all stores and go out of business. What? Can you imagine? Yeah, can you imagine a store, a world without a major toy store chain? Like Kitty City, going. KB, going. Toys R Us, going. It's weird. Going. I don't like it. I, I hate it. I think it's terrible. I think it's the worst thing ever. Now you got to buy your toys at Target, where they're like eight dollars more per action figure. You know what? I swear that they're programming these children to love Target because my daughter watches these YouTube videos with toys, and it's all about these toys. And it's like you can buy them at Target. So she's like, "Mommy, can we go to Target?" I'm like, "Oh my god, why are you obsessed with Target all of a sudden?" It's like such consumerism. I can't stand it. I love Toys R Us. It's sad. So do I. I'm really going to miss Toys R Us. Even as at my age, I love Toys R Us. I sneak in every once in a while, and I try to check out. Cause I'm big into, like, Star Wars stuff and sports figurines. So you try to see if anything's new out there. So every once in a while, I'll pop in and see what's going on. And now it's, like, over. I can't believe it. No more Toys R Us. Um, yeah, but, but uh, the same way. When I was kids, you wanted to go to Clover. You wanted to go to Sears uh, because they had toys. Even Kmart, you know, you want to go because they had toys. Now that's the way Target and Walmart are. Um, so I guess I can understand that. But um, what are some of your fondest memories of Toys R Us? Oh, just like going in and knowing that you're going to get a toy of your choosing, and you get to look through the whole entire store of toys and get a cool toy. And like last year, we took her on her birthday, and they give her a little crown and a balloon, and she gets to walk oh. through the store and get her favorite toy. Like, I'm going to miss that. And they have video games. They have a whole video game section and all the cool, like, I like kitty video games, okay? I like, like, Zelda, Mario, and all that stuff. So, man, I mean, Toys R Us, what, what are you going to miss about it? I'll tell you what, they used to have a jingle around the holiday season, around Christmas. The world's biggest toy store, Toys R Us. The biggest selection, Toys R Us. And they would sing, it's the Toys R Us time of year. <laughs> it was for Christmas. And uh, I just, I'm a toy junkie. Even at my age, I love looking at toys. I always love toys. I think it's such a great um, kind of fantasy land for kids. That's why I'm so sad everything's so digital now and computerized and stuff. Because toys are just the ultimate fun. Me and my brother used to play with Star Wars toys. Oh, when we were off in the summertime, we would play with Star Wars toys from like nine in the morning till about six when it was dinner time. On the days we didn't go out, but God, it, it's sad, very sad to see Toys R Us. Rest in peace, Toys R Us. Very sad. Very sad. I'm, I'm a little choked up. I am. I'm not even joking. I'm a little choked up. Well, to the end of another. I'm a little bit over here. It's, it's like a. Death of the Legend. Toys R Us. Especially like, I mean, because you have a, a, you know, you have a young daughter, and obviously Toys R Us is like that store name that you could use to make kids be good. If you're good, we'll go to Toys R Us. Now you got nothing. Right. Yeah. Now, it, if you're good, we'll go to Target. Like, that's what one want to hear. It's crazy. That sucks ass. My wife says, if you're good, we'll go to the Humanville Inn. See? Yeah. Everybody needs right? a spot. Yeah. <laughs> Although it got shot down tonight because um, she's back at it at the gym, so she goes to the gym now, and 
we get Hello Fresh delivered, so she likes to make the Hello Fresh meals, and she's like, "Oh, I've got to take the pork chops out, take the pork chops out, put them in water. I'll be home around six. And I'm like, mm, "They're frozen. Maybe we should order pizza." Her response was, <laughs> "And you can tell, even though I didn't hear it, you could tell just by the by the sound of her text. Oh, fine, go ahead, order pizza. I know what that meant. <laughs> I know what that meant." Order pizza or I'll break your fingers. So I got the message and we have pork chops. <laughs> but they were good. They were delicious. And I, for the first good. time ever, I had, um, is it couscous? That little white stuff that looks like risotto a little bit? Or quinoa? Or was it couscous? It was couscous. Quinoa's healthy. You lost me. I used, to call, I used to call it quinoa until people corrected me. Kahlua? I like that. No, quinoa, but it's oh, quinoa. That's, that's a whole different ballgame. <laughs> right. It's not even close. Kahlua's healthy. <laughs> kind of. Ugh. Don't roll your eyes at me. Cassie the second. I see you. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking back on all the times I got drunk on Kahlua. It just, like, you know, brings up bad memories. Rolling your White eyes Russian. at me. <laughs> mm, White Russian. All right, so let's do... Something that always makes you cringe. We're going to do it anyway. We're going to pick up the phone and we're going to dial out. It's not even a phone. It's a, it's a studio. We're going to call. I'm so nervous. <laughs> we're going to call Bobby Brown. We are. We're going to do this. And uh, she's going to pick up and be like, hopefully it's not like the Steve Howie phone call. He's like, yeah. I'm like, uh uh-uh. Hello. Hi, Bobby Brown. Hi. Hi, this is Jeff and Jewel from the Stoop Radio Show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing great. Thank you so much for coming on, uh, and thank you for allowing us to call you and and take time for this interview. You're so very welcome. God, it's (laughs) awesome. I'm so excited. I've been nervous wrecked the whole night. you got to ask Jewel. I'm I'm a big fan, so we're just happy to have you on. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be nervous. <laughs> okay. Uh, once I get into it, once we get rolling, I'm good. I got a couple of drinks in me. We'll be fine. Um, so anyway, <laughs> if you don't mind, I'm going to ask some questions, talk about your career a little bit, if that's good for you, and, and we'll get started if you're ready. Yeah, anytime. Awesome. All right. So um, we're going to get right to this, and uh, I did a lot of reading, and a lot of people may not know. Your career more or less started as a beauty pageant contestant. You were a uh, Miss Teen Louisiana and runner-up to Miss Teen USA. Um, how did the beauty passions prep you for um, what was an inevitable, excellent career? <laughs> I don't think it did. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beauty pageants were um, something that I really never really was into or allowed to do. Um, I kind of got into it at the last second. Um, a girl dropped out. Um, and I was kind of a replacement for oh, wow. the pageant. Um, yeah, a guy saw me, like, at the mall and kind of was like, hey, would you want to, you know, and I was, my mom was like, mm, okay. <laughs> well, so I ended up doing it, and um, 
bad for my mom because that, you know, opened up the, the fury in her as a stage mom. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I ended up winning. So um, that kind of opened the doors for me, at, you know, in L.A., in California, because when I was a second runner-up, that's when they asked me what I wanted to be when I, when I grew up. So um, it all kind of fell into place from there. Very cool. That's crazy. So did you have any, like, aspirations for acting at that time when you were coming out of that pageant life? I didn't, you know. Um, I really didn't. I always had wanted to be a model. Um, that was a dream. But, um, but but acting kind of fell into it as well. Like, um, I think it was Last Action Hero. Um, I was nervous to go in to read for and um, when I got the part, I was like, what? And, and it was kind of fun and a great experience. And, um, and it, you know, work kind of came in after that for that. So, um, but actress, I was never really a great actress. I mean, we can all admit that, but, um, yeah. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, you know, the 80s were an amazing time. Me and you were very close in age, and, you know, the 80s were huge and, and such a fun time. Uh, music videos were mm-hmm. big. You were probably the main female face of videos. Uh, do you see yourself as kind of a pioneer for music videos and, like, mu- music video actresses today? <laughs> um, gosh, do they even exist today? I'm Kind of. <laughs> They're not yeah, the last I mean, name, but kind of. <laughs> Yeah, because MTV was such a huge, like, I remember growing up when I was in high school when MTV first came out, and it was just such a huge impact on me, you know, and and it made or, or totally broke a song, you know what I mean? And sure. I was glued in front of the TV for that, and uh, it kind of it's kind of gone away since MTV kind of became more of like, a, I guess, a TV show in a way. Um, but uh, I don't... You know, I don't know that I would say that about myself, but it was a huge influence on a lot of people and minds back then, and it was a big deal. It kind of became less and less of that, you know, once MTV was less popular, but it was a big deal for me back then. Yeah, and a lot of people, like, assume Cherry Pie was your first, but you were also in The Great Whites once bitten, twice shy. Um, So how did were you approached for cherry pie after that? Um, well, Jeannie was, I was doing, um, star search at the time and he saw me on star search and they caught his agent called my agent and basically had me come in for an audition and I flaked on the audition. I didn't go and they called and said she didn't show up. So I got, in trouble for that and then had to go the next day and meet them at like Jerry's Deli and when I walked in they were like okay you have the part and I was like what so yeah that's very cool and it's funny because um, like I said being an 80's kid myself I saw the once bitten twice shy video and of course like every guy my age admired you and then when I saw you in Cherry Pie I'm like there's the girl from once bitten twice shy I'm like my god now she's like the star of this video so we all yeah. kind of grew up just absolutely loving you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> absolutely. So, I mean, the video thing kind of made you, in, in my opinion, the opinion of many, like the hottest girl of the late eighties. Like, were you comfortable with the sex appeal? In were you were you were you fond of that? Did you like being sex symbol of the eighties? 
Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of um, flack from, um, like, the women's livers because it was so, it was such a sexy or sexist video at the time. Um, right. Especially because of the in, the innuendo, you know, of sure. the entire video. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I always say, you know, sex sells, it always has, it always will. Um, and um, that was actually, I'd only been in town for two weeks and I did the great white video but I had done two videos prior to that too I did a hurricane video and um I, I was a dancer in a, t- a video for times two they were like a one-hit wonder they, they had a song called Cecilia a cover I don't know um I had done those two videos and then um but I had literally came to town and just booked video after video but like I said MTV was such a huge you know force to be reckoned with back then yeah, sure. Nowadays, it's all VH1. <laughs> um, it's funny yeah. when you say, yeah, you say sex sells, and that's basically why I brought Jewel aboard, because nobody wants to hear a bunch of guys talking, so it's me and Jewel, and the guys in the gym. Our listening base is right. Not really. male. Not really. <laughs> 90% male. <laughs> okay. <Not at> <laughs> Did you did you have like uh, personal supporters though? Did you have like did your family back you or did did were friends oh, yeah. there to support you through that whole time? Oh yeah, my I mean, even to this day, my I've always had um, a great family support system, which is key. I think um, even though I fell off the rails for a while there too, it's because they didn't come out here with me. They all stayed in Louisiana, but you know, you know, in spirit, they were always always on my you know team and, and my big supporters. That's awesome. That's awesome. Without you had nothing. And, you know, like I said. Yeah, because people in L.A. don't want you to succeed. That's for sure. <laughs> right, but that's yeah. what we heard. You know, we get a lot of, uh, we do like two parts here. We do a lot of local affiliate bands and acts. We also do a lot of West Coast, and they kind of say the same thing. You're kind of on your own in the beginning. you got to make it work, and family is all you got, which makes sense. Uh, so we yeah. did a video, um, after the Cherry Buy video, you obviously formed a relationship with Jeannie Lane, uh, but it also made you mm-hmm. very much a household face. You were fine. That's how everybody got to know you. Not your name, but Cherry Pie, which was cool. But did you like the right. thing? Does it like the Did you like the name and the, and the casting of it? Or, uh, you know, how did it inf- inf- Yeah, I mean, well, it it totally changed my life, um, and, and forever so, because... <clears throat> I mean, that's why we're pretty much talking now, you know. Um, it it made me a household name, and um, I wouldn't call myself famous by any means because I'm not at any level of fame like famous, famous people are. But to, to you know, a certain genre of people definitely, you know, made me a household name and, um, you know, kept me afloat and paid my bills and I have a beautiful child from that union and... You know, I mean, definitely changed my my life. Excellent, of course. Um, yeah. You said you said you weren't a great actress, but you did you did some TV shows and movies. Um, how was the transition for you? Um, it was kind of cool. It was it was easy. Um, I mean, I didn't get every part that I auditioned for, and I screwed up a lot of parts that I auditioned for. I had some bigger parts that I just you know wasn't prepared for. Um, but, you know, it, it was a cool thing. It was fun. Um, I don't think, I don't know how, I don't think it would be that easy these days. Like, you know, it's 
really hard. I think it's all about followers because there were no social media back then, you know. And right. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, now, like, to get a TV show, if you don't have so many followers, forget about it, you know. And you don't even have to have talent. <laughs> you just have to have <laughs> followers. So mm-hmm. it's yep. just, yeah, it's a lot harder. It's, just, it's a whole different world these days ever since, you know, the computer age kind of took over. But um, it was good. I mean, it was a a fun time. It was a good time. It was a decadent time. I don't think that I've ever seen it again, you know, relived. It was was special, you know? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, and I got to ask you about the one show, because it's the one show we always go back to, and people that we have on that have been here, I always have to ask, you made three appearances on Married with Children. Your character's name was Nibbles, which is interesting. Uh, that was Married with Children because back then that was the show. It it was the standard. It was the in-your-face, kiss-my-ass kind of show more than any other, and you were a big part of it. Hey, describe Married with Children. Yeah, it was um, it was a taboo show kind of. You know, people were like, oh, I can't believe. You know, of course, everybody's going to complain about something that, you know, just depicts something in like that kind of a light, but that is, that's like middle America, you know, for certain people. And it was funny. It made fun of that. And I think that's why it was such a huge hit, but they were so welcoming to me and so wonderful. Um, I had a blast shooting that show and every single person on that show, like Ed O'Neill and um, Katie, they were amazing. They were wonderful to work with and, and just a joy. Awesome. That's really great. <laughs> yeah, they were um, welcoming. It was very cool. That's awesome to hear. You don't always get positive reviews about certain things or networks or shows, so that's really cool to hear. Um, you yeah. You got a lot of uh, offers after that, though. Were there any that were, like, too much for you or, or maybe too risque or something you wanted nothing to do with? Um. Actually, no. I mean, I was offered um, a part in Casino that um, that Tommy wouldn't let me audition for. Um, that was um, Sharon Stones that she won the Oscar Whoa. for. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to wow. do that. Um, so, people out there, if you're choosing your relationship every career, um, don't do it if that's what you're really trying to do. Um, and let's see what else. Oh, also, the, I auditioned for um, Julia Roberts' part in Hook as um, Tink. But Aww. yeah, I showed up on the audition really um, drunk and <laughs> uh, and was scared and nervous. So I tried to overcompensate, but I overcompensated a little too much and embarrassed myself on the, on the audition. So I screwed that up. So I had a lot of really big opportunities that. Because of my addiction problems, I um, messed up. Understood. You know, these, these things definitely happen. And, you know, I, and I joke around, but I, here I am, you know, like, coming into tonight's show, our broadcast. I get a little nervous, get a couple of drinks in me, but it smooths itself <laughs> out. But, you know, um, yeah. were, you, <laughs> were you ever put in that situation where it's kind of like, hey, you know, you're this attractive blonde. We want you to do this and this. That was too racist. For you? Like, did you like find yourself kind couchy, of in, you mean? Yeah, exactly, right. Um, if there was ever a situation like that, um, I was kind of like a, a one-man uh, destruction show in a way. 
Um, if anybody ever had that idea, once they met me, they were like, oh, hell no. Oh, God. Because I was so, I was so over the top and, and uh, verbally um, out there, or outspoken, and um, I would shoot that down so fast. Like, you know, I could rip somebody apart with, with my words worse than any black woman could. You know, like, seriously. Yeah, so um, that never really happened. Like, I was never in a position where I felt like, oh, I had to submit to get a part. Like, I just wasn't the, I just wasn't the one that that was ever going to work work on. Good for you. And, and I got to admit, like, coming into this, um, I contacted you. We talked a few times. I asked you if any subject was offline. You said no. But I listened to some of your videos. I mean, um, I'm sorry, some of your interviews from the past were just direct. You're straight. Yeah. No nonsense, which is cool, and I like that. And that's one of the main reasons I really yeah. wanted to have you on here. Yeah, I mean, there is there is no topic that's taboo. I mean, there's probably one question that people will ask me that I refuse to answer, but that's, you know, I have a very good reason for not answering it. So, um, you know, and I and I t- touch on that in the book, and that's uh, about Janie, you know, and his, uh, his assault that he confided and me about people want to know who and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's not my secret to share. You know, he confided in me and I'm not going to in death, like reveal his secret that humiliated him for his entire life. So I'm not going to answer that question, but anything else in the whole wide world is open table. That's great. And we appreciate that. And we, um, you know, we get thousands of listeners, episodes, sometimes hundreds of thousands through our whole uh, career doing this. So we yeah. definitely respect, we're not that way. We're here to have fun. We're here to get to know the real person. And we're not in for um, that kind of deep stuff. So let's get to that other part. <laughs> you mentioned it. <laughs> you know, you got the book. Okay. The book, is called, the book is called Dirty Rocker Boys, Love and Lust on the Sunset Strip. Give us some scoops. Yep. Give us some good, juicy details within that book. I mean, there isn't anything in that book that isn't a, a juicy detail, basically. <laughs> um, I didn't hold back. I mean, honestly, I didn't hold back. And um, the book is written, you know, like a conversation I would be having between a good friend. So the read is really simple and easy, and um, it's honest, it's self-deprecating, it's funny, it's um, true, it's truthful, and, you know, it is a positive um, you know, ending, and I think it's uh, salacious, got some really good tales, some very funny details about certain people. Um, not very many people were too happy about me coming out with the book. I'm sure they were scared <laughs> sure. because they yeah. know me. Yeah, they know me well, and they were probably like, oh, my gosh, what is she going to say? But, um, you know, I, di- I, didn't, I certainly didn't set out to humiliate anyone and and um, it's basically an autobiography about, you know, all the details about my life, you know, especially ever since coming out here. But, you know, it kind of does a Tarantino where I start off with a really funny story and then I kind of reel it back, go back to my childhood. And then, you know, it ends up in the current day a few years ago when I released the book. Huh. That's really cool. And um, how would you compare it, like, uh, we were going to talk to Lita Ford before, and she had some, you know, deep te- details on her book. And then um, another video vixen, if you will, called Superhead, like, revealed a lot about the guys she dated. And there was a lot of, like, really famous rappers. And she just, like, 
put it out in plain text, like all of their intimate secrets. Like, how would you compare your book between the two? Like, do you share tons of details? Like, do you pretty much know who you're talking about through the book, or is it like kind oh, of? Oh yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I mean, I don't. I I, I use names. <laughs> Um, I don't hold back, I, and I do tell very intimate details. Like I said, that's why most people were freaked out that I was even coming out with a book. Um, but let's just say that I have a whole material worth of a second book that I didn't write about, you know. Um, so it, it, it is juicy. It, is, it does tell some pretty intimate tales about everybody that, you know, I encountered back then in my life, but... I could have said a lot more, and and that should scare you. If you've read the book, you'll be like, oh, my gosh, if there's more to tell, whoa, okay, I don't know if I want to know that much information. And you probably wouldn't. So, um, yeah. Wow, that's something. That's great. Um, So um, I'm going to do this. We always do a, a list on our show. We do a top five list. Um, of different okay. items and different things. So I'm going to ask you, we're going to do a top three. Top three bands right now, if you had the chance that you would do a music video for, who are some of the bands you would get out there and and dance to to some of their music on video? Um, I would be in um, an Incubus video. Nice. I would be, yeah, I would be in the Incubus video. I would, um, let me think, who else? Gosh, because there's so many. Um, but they're just always somebody I just think they're just so good. You know what I mean? No matter what they put out and if you've ever seen them live, you're just, if you didn't like them before and you see them live, you become an instant fan. Um, yeah, so I love them. Um, God, I can't really think of anybody else. I just know that them offhand, I mean, maybe, um, Chris Cornell, bless his soul, um, I would have. Definitely Chris Cornell. Um, and who else? Let me think. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anybody else. That's all right. We won't but hold those you were two, my two faves. <laughs> yeah, but, huh? you know, Incubus, Incubus is at least two spots, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're a very busy woman. You have so much going on. What do you, what do, you do in your downtime? I'm not as busy as you think. Um, I, I am, but I'm busy doing things that I mm, it's, I find kind of tedious. Like, I'd love to get back into TV. That was, like, probably the most fun I've ever had as a job. Um, now I run three online designer vintage clothing stores, and that yeah. keeps me inside on the computer a lot. Um, so I don't really get out much, and that's kind of a bummer. I I would like to, you know start to have a life again beyond that, but um, I've done really well with that. I would like to do another book if I ever could, because that was a really fun experience for me. I really liked the process, um, and then doing the audio book was a blast. Like, I really, that's, I think that's my forte. I want to really do um, a, um, a Rock of Love female version. Like, I want to be Ooh. doing, and I think yeah. it would be freaking hilarious. That'd be great. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. That's like that's my goal. Nothing wrong with that. That's actually good. You know, lead the way and, and be the pioneer for that. Bobby Brown, you know, put your name out there. It, it, the funny thing yeah. I get, and 
I'm, I'm sure you've dealt with this a million times. You know, Bobby Brown, of course, was also a rap singer. Bobby Brown is now cosmetics. Bobby Brown is you. How many times do you get? Do you and get now Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, because I get all of their their Google alerts. <laughs> you know, so I'm just always like, ah. Yeah. So now with the Millie Bobby Brown, there's so many of us. It's kind of crazy, right? It is a little bit because when I went to basically just Google and get basic information, you know, you punch in Bobby Brown and you get eight million things that have nothing to do with you and plenty that have a yeah. lot to do with you. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. You would think that such kind of a common name, it's not really so common because we all are in the, you know, in the press in some sort of way. Um, you know what I mean? It's kind of weird. Um, back then it used to just kind of only be the singer Bobby Brown. I would get that a lot. Um, right. But, you know, obviously, you know, he's a black male, which has made things pretty easy to kind of cut to the chase. But <laughs> now there's so many, so many of us, like so many people will think that I'm like the the makeup person and I'll be like, God, right. I wish, you know, no, no, not, not me. <laughs> me too. But yeah, there's so many of us. Oh. Well, I know for, for me and all my friends and everybody of that generation, there is only one Bobby Brown. And that's why when I said your name. Thank you. The right Aww. friends and people knew exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. Absolutely, and and it's incredible. I am. Uh, I'm. Thank I was, you. Oh, thank you. I'm thrilled by your appearance tonight. Would you like to come back on again in the near future? Maybe another book. Can you talk to us a little bit more? That would be incredible. I would love that. Absolutely. Thank uh, you. If you don't mind, we'll uh, we'll just drop you a text and we'll uh, we'll get you back on because this was just incredible. And I got to tell you, everything I'd hope for and more. The lovely. The beautiful, oh, thank you so much. Miss 80s, Bobby Brown. Bobby, thank you so much for coming on. Have yourself a great evening. We'll talk real soon. Okay, thank you, baby. Y'all have a good night. Okay, baby. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, okay, life is over because Bobby Brown's called me baby. It's over. (laughs) That's it. I'm leaving. I'm leaving my (laughs) wife. I'm leaving everything behind. I'm leaving my dog. I'm leaving my wife. I'm going to California. Bobby Brown's called me baby. Wow, that was awesome. That was such a good, good interview. And you know what? We, we try not to go over 20, 25 minutes. I mean, you know, people have their lives. They're doing their things. And out in the West Coast where she is, it's about 6 o'clock. So I'm sure she's got things going on. But we really appreciate the time. And I probably went on for a while because she was really getting into the anything goes routine. I said to her, I've listened to past, uh, past interviews. And she just goes. She just talks. She said her book is like a conversation. Nothing like is here. It's like a conversation. What'd you think? She's such a cool girl. I I was so happy with tonight. Like I could just tell uh, because I watched her interviews too that she was going to be so down to earth and she was very cool. And um, yeah, she said anything goes. And I am. I read it like an excerpt, but I want to read that whole book now. Oh, I I absolutely possibly got to get my teeth into that book. Because, um, like, I don't know who's in there, but I know she had dated Leonardo DiCaprio. I know she dated Tommy Lee. Of course, she was married to the late mm-hmm. Jamie Lane. So she's got to have some stories that are absolutely incredible. And the thing I love about it, she was that girl, and I'm going to date myself a little bit. Um, in Northeast Philadelphia, it was the Empire Rock Club. Most of the guys in that area were, um, what was that place, Mark? and Kaboom and the dance clubs 
I was an Empire Rock Club guy. I like the rock music. I like the chicks with the big hair, the rock chicks. That's the kind of girl you would see there. She would mm-hmm. tell you how it is, lay it right on your face, but you were so turned on because she was sexy. And you didn't care what came out of her mouth, but she's going to set you straight. <laughs> and that's kind of what Bobby Brown is all about. I mean, just, oh, so awesome. So glad we had to see her tonight. She's a man destroyer. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Nail destroyer. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and and that's amazing. I mean, just really letting it go. Of course, I had to thank you, thank her via text, Bobby Brown. Oh, so. and her clothing line. I was going to ask her if she ever watched the uh, the Netflix series uh, Girl Boss because she sells vintage clothing on her social media sites. So go check her out on Facebook and on her website. It's Bobby Jean Brown. G. I mean J E A N. Dot com. Yeah, oh my God, I didn't even give her promos. I'm, I'm, I'm an ass. I'm an ass. I suck. <laughs> That's what I'm She's never coming on again. She's like, this dumbass didn't even promote any of my stuff. <laughs> never clothing. Her, I don't know if you went to the really site. It's very cool. Her clothing. Her interested in the lack of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested in her clothing. Just laying on my bedroom floor. No, oh, kidding. <laughs> I'm semi-kidding. But yeah, I, I didn't really give her any, pr- but, you know, like she says, oh, I'm not that famous. She has it. But she doesn't realize, and what she may not realize, or does realize, in the 80s and, and even in, like in the 90s, she was the face, man. Everybody knew her. Everybody knew the face, the name. Like I said, it was Bobby Brown, the singer. I care less. He was a jackass. Bobby Brown, cosmetics, and all that. And for us, everybody in that generation, Bobby Brown was synonymous with her, with Cherry Pie, with, with all that. She was the mm-hmm. Bobby Brown. And she'll always be my Bobby Brown. I love her. She's, we she's love your you, prerogative. She's my <laughs> well played, very well played. <laughs> that was corny. But no, that interview was so awesome, and everything I wanted, and like I said, just from messages. It's funny, I actually found her on Twitter, and I had asked a while back, probably six months ago. I said, you know, is this, you know, is this Twitter run by Bobby? And she said, yes, it is. And I mentioned the show. She said, you know what? Email me. Here's my personal email. And then I emailed. She gave me her number. And we started to chit-chat about coming on the show and doing this thing. And, oh, so happy. So glad. So wonderful. Very Great. cool. See what happens when you reach out? Absolutely. You always reach out. Because you – excuse me. Oh, my goodness. You just don't know who has a story to tell or wants to tell or whatever. And Bobby Brown. Excellent. Um Announcement time here on the Stupid Radio Show. No offense to Bobby Brown. I could talk about Bobby for hours and hours. But we have more business to do that pays the bills. And it's huge. This is huge news. I didn't want to do it in the beginning, so everybody will wait for the huge news. We have an announcement. Coming back to the Stupid Radio Show. It's a little bit ahead, so set your timers, your reminders, your cell phones, all that good stuff. May the 2nd. We will be rejoined by the absolutely amazing and beautiful and talented Lilith from Lilith in the Night. Whoop, whoop. Oh, whoop, whoop, indeed. May 4th is the debut of their brand new number, their brand new single. And May 2nd, Lilith, today via text, has given us once again the privilege to world premiere their brand new song. Joel, so awesome. I can't. I mean, how excited are you? 
it's just so cool. It's so cool to be a part of. It's going to be a huge week. I'm so excited for them to come back on and, oh, my God, premiering music again is just going to be amazing. Exactly. It's, it's such a cool thing. We have been world premiere, not just, you know, few people, world premiere of Lilith's music before. And she is so very kind of come at us with it. And she messaged me today on Facebook. She said, hey, so like, you know, new song is coming out May 4th. Let's get back on the stoop. And I messaged her and said, how about May 2nd for a world premiere? And she says, of course. She is, I'm going to come out with the adjective table all over the board. She's beautiful. She's talented. She is the sweetest of sweethearts. She is an amazing interview and just a wonderful person. Uh, her and her sister, um, Lauren, do a uh, Seifert Sisters page where they do a lot of their uh, pole dance competition. Very talented. Just an amazing individual. Lilith. And uh, she'll be back on our show May 2nd to world premiere her music. Jewel, I'm, I'm giddy tonight. I'm giddy. I know. It's so amazing. After the Bobby Brown interview and now announcing this, I'm I'm just so excited. Me too. Like everything that tonight has just been a great, great night uh, for Stoop Radio. And um, an awesome interview, awesome news, all that good stuff. That That's what keeps us going. And we're bringing it out to you. <laughs> I'm not announcing that. My um, Our Jackie the Joke Man Mortling-esque type person, Steve Giordano, is making comments. And we're not going to share them tonight. I was going to say people could call in, but I'm like, um, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't want to hear anybody uh, sizing up Bobby Brown. I heard enough of that leading in, and, uh, you know, but she's a lovely guy. I don't blame you. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. I would love to hear her, like, shoot down callers, like, nobody's business. Like, yeah. tear them apart. That would be Maybe. phenomenal. So we'll set up a return, because she said she'd be willing to return. We'll set up a return in a few months, and I will pre-program her via via text message and all to just like really let people have it. That'd be great. Great insults with Bobby <laughs> Brown. Bobby <laughs> Brown's great insults. You have her own segment. Hey, yeah, like, hey, little dick. You know, stuff like that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this show is going to become like a six-hour show because um, Aunt Mary Pat's going to be on and uh, Bobby Brown's going to have a segment and Lilith's going to have a music segment and what's on your playlist is going to come back and we're going to have like a six I hour show. We're not going to have time for all that. It's awesome. I love it. I'm for it. I, I'm definitely for it. Let's get into more topics. Let's get into some deep topics that have to do with politics. Not, we're not getting political, but basic stuff. Uh, North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un I want to share this because this is big news Wow, that was an amazing glove save By Marc-Andre Fleury Anyway, so the uh, leader of North Korea Kim Jong-un He said he, the, uh, he would like the United States To sign a peace treaty In recent meetings So in other words Enough of the tough talk And bombing this and bombing that He wants to sign a peace and that'll bring this whole thing kind of to a head. Um, do you trust that this is going to end his nuclear talk, or do you think they're just going to still build and not be bullying about it? What do you think? I mean, does anyone believe that a piece of paper is going to stop these two men? <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. Thank you. I mean, and if you're bad to your people, like, what's to stop you to be bad to, you know, another 
personalities such as someone else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just, I don't know. It's a it's I a agree. I think, disaster. I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I, I kinda agree with that. Like it's nice for him to say, Oh, you know, sign a peace treaty and let's kinda bring this to an end. Two things come to mind. Number one, he wants a peace treaty because he knows he doesn't have enough to beat the US. And I don't wanna get into that again. But I don't think he's got enough to beat the US, number one. Number two, if he signs a peace treaty or if Trump signs his Treaty. Does that mean they're, they're done building nuclear weapons, or they're just going to keep building and they're not going to do tests and they're not going to say, "Hey, we're coming after you"? Like, what exactly does this mean? I think it means dungwad. I don't think it means anything. <laughs> right. I, I think it's kind of stupid. I mean, it's nice of him to offer, and you know, politicians are put in place to learn and to read the fine lines and to read this peace treaty about what it means. But you know what? Yeah better fine tooth comb it, you better read through it like nobody's business, because this is one crazy son of a bitch. And even though we have one crazy son of a bitch in the office, and everybody knows that, this guy's pretty fucked up also. I said it. Yeah, yeah. and so, do you think, like, these two could be in the same room? Like, I don't know. I would love to see that fist fight, though. <laughs> That'd be <yeah>. entertaining. <laughs> that, I definitely think Trump has the angle, because Kim Jong nah. is, what, about four foot tall? We'll see. <laughs> so come on. He's a New Yorker by, by, by heart, so. Here comes yeah. a uh, shorthanded breakaway by Claude Giroux, and he's going to be dragged down, and no he's going to be called. No? Oh, of course not. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> Watching <laughs> Flyers game in the middle. Um, so sticking with Trump, which I know is a touchy subject here, and I'm not saying pro or against. Calling it right down the middle. Adult actress Stormy Daniels. We've all heard of Stormy Daniels. Now we all know her routine. She's offered to pay back the entire $130,000 in so-called hush money that was paid to her by Donald Trump about their alleged affair in exchange for the ability to talk and say whatever she wants. Would you dare take that money back and let her speak her mind? Oh my God, this makes no goddamn sense. (laughs) Okay, then why do you even take the money in the first place? Like, just talk then. Just say your piece. Like, no one cares. Like, there's so many freaking stories about this guy. He's obviously not getting in trouble. There's, like, documented footage of him talking already. Like, this is not going to change a goddamn thing. So, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I agree, and I think it's stupid. And she's begging. She's begging for a chance to um, to come out and talk, and she's willing to pay back $130,000 for the ability to talk. But, you know, like, the thing is, all it's going to lead to is more crap. It's going to be, you know, all this and that, and it's about this and it's about that. And she's going to say and stuff that may not be happening. It's not like it's like $5 million. Like, come on. He's right, got exactly. it. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. So I think, like, it, it's, it's a little much to ask. Ask me because I wouldn't want I wouldn't want her to say a thing. Keep her quiet. Right. But I mean, (laughs) you're laughing, you're chuckling at my stumbling. I'm stumbling a little bit, but still, I would not want to take her money. I'd rather tell her to keep that hundred thirty thousand, just so I can. 
not have her chatter real. Uh, we're going to do something real quick here on the Stoop Radio Show. We love to promote our local artists. And a few weeks ago, we were given a song by uh, Tree Theater. We know Tree Theater, right? Friend of the show. Local local Philly band. Jewel gave it the whoop whoop. He gave us the rights and the permission to play his song, Bonsai. And we played it once, and uh, I want to make sure it gets proper play. So we're going to hit it again here tonight. The band is Tree Theater. The song is called Bonsai. It's about 2 minutes and 40 seconds, but I want to give it a little more airtime here on the studio to make sure that we do the, the justice to the artist that plays it. So we're going to play that real quick. We're going to come back in a few minutes, give you like one or two more uh, hot topics, and we'll call it a night. Right back in about three minutes here on the stoop. Enjoy Bonsai by Tree Theater. Hit the click. <laughs> Banzai and right as we came back and right as that song ended, Wayne Simmons just popped for the fiddle off your flowers. Big goal, tie the game back up at two apiece. Oh my god, Vegas this is the, the best 
oh my god, 21st goal of the season for Wayne on the power play. Absolute beautiful goal. We love our Philly sports here. Sixers, Flyers. And what's that other team? Oh, yeah, the Phillies. <laughs> That's a beautiful goal right there. That was We're going to cool. talk about I the Phillies. On delay. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, man, I got down back to ending the song and back to this. Oh, my God. This beautiful plant right over the shoulder of Marc-Andre Fleury. Beautiful goal. 2-2. It's a great game. If you're not watching, tune in. Comcast Sportsnet. Right after the stoop. Don't cut us off. <laughs> or have us on right. the background and watch. Whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm promoting other things while we're all... <laughs> I'm a <laughs> Now, yeah, if anything, the Flyers are promoting us. Um, but back to Philly sports. Flyers, Eagles, we know all that. The Phillies. The Philadelphia Phillies made a big, big splash this weekend, uh, signing top-notch pitcher Jake Arrieta to a three-year contract. Three years, $75 million, a lot of money. But the guy is uh, one of the best pitchers in baseball today. He was the top free agent name and uh, turned down a lot of deals and, and kind of waited it out, and the Phillies finally came calling. Um, with a big deal like this, Joel, and I'll ask you as a um, – how do I say this properly? As a um, moderate fan, like not a huge sports fan, but as a moderate fan, you see your team that had a horrible year last year trying to rebuild – Dedicating this kind of money to a big star, does it make you want to go out again? Are you, are you going to go to the ballpark and check this team out off of this? Like, does it make you believe in the Phillies again? You know what? I mean, I would go if they were dead last. You know, I just I like to go for the experience. Um, even last year, like I watched, you know, fair amount of games, but my mom she sat there and she watched every game. And wow. even though they did bid, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just home in the Phillies. You know, you remember eating soft pretzels and ice cream and going to the Phillies game. And I haven't gone in the past couple of years because, you know, my daughter was really little. But I am so looking forward to taking her to games and um, being there. I really want to go to the home opener because I know it's going to be crazy, especially after the Eagles win and everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, I always look forward to the season, and it's just the start of spring and home, and it's just, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely, and I agree with you there. Um, to go off subject just for a second uh, with the Phillies, um, a lot of people are saying that they show the dedication to want to get back on track and win, and next year one of the biggest, if not the biggest, and possibly the biggest free agent name in a long time to come, um, Los Angeles Angels, Mike Trout is going to become a free agent. Now, Trout is a Jersey guy. He goes to all the Eagles games. You've seen him at the Eagles games. You always highlight Trout. He's going to be mm-hmm. a free agent. A lot of people say, like, he wants to come to Philadelphia, and i got to tell you, there is no amount of money you can put on that guy coming here to sell tickets, to get this team winning, to be a big bat in that lineup. And if you got to pay him fifteen, twenty, thirty million dollars a year, you kind of think you're going to do it because people are going to come. And the signing yeah. of Arietta is kind of showing that, yeah, we want to win, we're ready to go, and might draw a trail. And the reason why I get back to that is, I grew up in a very fortunate era of Philadelphia baseball. Um, we had season tickets, but like I said, as a kid. You know, for you, the popcorn and the hot dog and seeing your favorite names. 
I was there in an era of the 1980s where it was Mike Schmidt and Pete Rose and Greg Luzinski mm-hmm. and McGraw and Steve Carlton. You had those superstars, tons of right. superstars. And right, right now, there's not a lot of guys who kids can relate to. Um, right. There's not a lot of stars that say, oh, yeah, the Phillies got this guy and this guy and this guy. So maybe the Arietta signing, God willing, if we manage to get Trout, whatever, get to the ballpark. Because if you've never been to Citizens Bank Park, and there's people that haven't been, get to it. Even if this team stinks, the park is beautiful. The, the surroundings are great. Uh, for the kids, there's a lot to do. For the adults, they go without kids. There's McFadden in the ballpark. They have a nice couple of drinks before the game. It's an experience, and I'm very happy to see my Philadelphia teams all kind of getting back on track, working back to the fans, getting names in here, and winning. That's what it's all about. Did I ever tell you my Greg Luzinski story? No, you didn't, but I have a feeling it's going to come out right here on the stoop. It's stoop exclusive, oh ladies and gentlemen. It's never been heard before here on the stoop. Greg Luzinski story by Jewel T. Lay, lay down. I'm excited. No, my dad is like a cannon, and he was in this home run contest in Wilkesburg, and it was pretty much ran by Craig the Bull Luzinski, right? So nice. they picked four guys at pretty much random, but my dad spent the entire summer training with us, his kids, and, I mean, my dad can hit a home run like no one's business, and he wow. was good. He was really good, and after, like, he trained for those couple months, I mean, he was, like, a beast. So we go up to Wilkesburg, and we meet Greg, and he's, like, super nice, but, you know, Greg was older then, you know what I mean? This is probably, yeah. I want to say I was, like, 13, so this is, like, what, 15 some years ago? You know, he's an older guy, you know what I mean? So they go and they Wait, get off this. Thirteen. That's exactly eighteen years ago. Oh Jesus! All right. Let <laughs> me get technical. I'm really good at math. Whatever. You hate me now. I know. Go ahead. But we go up and uh, they had their like AAA league, the Red Barons, and if you hit a home run, which was like 400 feet, you got fifty thousand dollars. Well, my dad was really trying to win this fifty thousand dollars, and goddamn, if he didn't like beat Greg Luzinski in this damn home run contest. I mean, he hit the ball 405 dead center field, skimmed the fence, like was the nail biter of the century that this ball, because it was on a pitching machine and they weren't guaranteed the speed and the pitching machine was just not fast enough. If the pitching machine was just a little bit faster, he would have been $50,000 richer. Wow. That, know, that is but, an awesome story. Thank you. Yeah, and but you got a dollar for every foot. So he won like, I don't know, four hundred and five dollars. Which is a big wow. I mean you know. It was cool. It was really cool. That is very cool. I'm I'm gonna um I guess that's a great story. He said it's a Greg Lazinski story. I'm thinking more or less he went to Bulls Barbecue and he said hi or something. That's a great story. And, uh, and he still knows us like we, yeah. Yeah, we see him sometimes down at the stadium, and he, he knows my dad still, so it's it's really cool. Really? He's a nice guy. That is yeah. very cool. That's very cool. And, I, I you know, when you get down to the stadium, get down to Bulls Barbecue and enjoy a, uh, a good sandwich. That's a good stuff. Awesome. That, that's a great story. I'm, I'm a little jealous. Thanks. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you guess. Stop it. So uh, my fan geek moment of the night. And if you're out there listening and you're a friend of mine, don't ask for this. But I'm going to tell you, anyway, you know, me and Bobby have shared these cell phone numbers. And uh, <laughs> so 
told her that she was amazing and thank you for coming on. And she said, thank you so much for having me. And that made my night. I really love that. Of course, the door's always open. She's great. That was a, even a better interview than I would have hoped. Excellent tonight with Bobby Brown. Um, Absolutely. So I looked at the calendar, Jewel, and me and you are in trouble. I looked at the calendar, and we have nobody scheduled. <laughs> so, uh, it's been a busy week. Yeah, it's been, yeah. So Wednesday night's going to be uh, probably just me and Jewel uh, sitting here throwing stones at one another. <laughs> yes. But, um, we do have a lot on the hook. We have spoken to a lot of people before the uh, before like the dead summer comes up and people start doing the vacation things. We're gonna hit it up more and get some guests for you and do more great things on the stoop. Um, we will be next Sunday. Joel and I will be at Parks Casinos Excite Center. Check out Femmes of Rock. Uh, they mm-hmm. were here a few weeks ago. You remember Nina Del. Nina Di Gregorio. Gregorio. Wow, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> Nina Di Gregorio, who is the leader of the band, um, was on our show. They spoke a lot about the band and what it's all about, and what to expect. So that's going to be uh, next Sunday. And I, wait a minute, is this this Sunday next next this Sunday. Sunday? This, this oh Sunday. God, this oh, Sunday. Geez. So Saturday, yep. St. Patty's Day, in which I'm going to get loaded up. And here's what I got for Saturday. I got to mention this guy's name because he's got original music out now and he wants to show up on the stoop. We're going to have him here, and I promised him we'd have him here because he's an excellent act. Uh, Saturday night for St. Patty's Day, and Joel, if you want to come down and join us, you can. It's going to be mob, but it's going to be a great time. Kevin Kirk and Scott Kirk, they're known as Kirko Brothers Band. They do an amazing um, acoustic show, a lot of covers, but they also do a lot of other songs. They're tremendous, amazing enter- entertainers. Kevin has some original music out that he wants to come on the stoop and play. And we're definitely all about it because Kevin is a phenomenal entertainer. And uh, it's excellent. So that's what's going to go on um, on St. Patty's Day, Saturday. Um, Kevin and his brother Scott will be playing at the Fireside in Trevos. Check it out if you can. And we're going to have Kevin nice. on the show soon because he wants to and do our thing. Uh, that's St. Patty's Day, and it always draws a massive. Last year was ridiculous with the amount of crowd. They draw a huge crowd, and we have Kevin on the show. We expect a huge audience because people love Kevin. Very cool. Maybe I'll make it to Trevos. I think we're doing a bit of bouncing around in the new city, a new town, if you will, and then, um, yeah, we'll be all over the place. So, very cool. I'll keep it based on that because, uh, like I said, if it's anything like last year, they um, they like to perform with um, their friend, Mr. Jameson. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they like to drink multiple Jameson shots. So last year, I remember his wife and a guy from the bar had to basically pull them up off the stool and drag them off stage to stop playing. That's how long they were going. And they're great. Oh, man. They're great. Hey, they're right up my alley. If I was a musical act, that would be it. But yeah, that's Saturday. So Sunday... This Sunday at the Excite Center Park, just, you know, uh, I think some tickets still remain. So if you've heard about it, get to it. It's the Femmes of Rock. Now, these are uh, four beautiful ladies that play violins. But it's not just like violin music. It's classic rock. Some of the best songs and songs you've grown to love. The Who, ACDC, Led Zeppelin, and a lot more. And me and Jewel will be there with our significant others. And uh, we're going to talk to uh, Michael who is the manager and also drummer. We're going to talk to Nina and the girls. We're going to meet them right after the show. That's very exciting. 
very cool. I'm so excited. Me too. And um, April 6th, Joel and I have signed on to another show uh, that we're going to appear at Candlebox. This is an acoustic show. Kevin Martin and an old friend of the student, Mr. Brian Quinn, a Philly native, are going to be at the um, Harris Casino. We're going to be doing a two-man acoustic show for Candlebox. Very excited for that. Jewel and I will be there as well. And I like to announce that because we want to try and get some pictures and maybe a little clip and put it on the Stoop Radio Network website. How excited are you, are you for that one, Jewel? Oh, my God. I have been wanting to see these guys, and uh, I did hear the Brian Quinn interview on the Stoop. So, yeah, of course it's exciting. And uh, hopefully we get to meet everyone and put it on the Stoop, Stoop pages and get it on YouTube somehow. We're trying to do all that. Absolutely, and Brian was a very humble guy. He's just in it for the music, and that's what we love. Um, he was on the stoop uh, a while back, and just great. We're trying to get him on again. I know his schedule is very tight. he got a lot of shows coming up, uh, so we'll see what we can do. We can get Brian to come back on here. We would love that. Maybe even Kevin Martin. That'd be great. If not, either way, no matter what, April 6th, Harris Philly Casino, Brian Quinn Candlebox, and May 12th, we'll be... Uh, Checking out Greta Von Fleet. So a lot of music stuff coming up. A lot of local well, bands coming up in the area, too. And uh, Jewel and I will be catching up with them, trying to get more of them on the stoop. A lot of great things, Jewel. A lot of great things coming up. I know. And I'm trying to get my Northerner bands list going. So um, if you guys got a band, send me your music. I'll be more than willing to listen to it and uh, maybe have you here on the stoop. We would love that. We would love that. Um, send your emails to Joel Triple X Sexy Ass at Yahoo.com. <laughs> no. No, no, that's not, not it all. at all. <laughs> Her face just dropped into a <laughs> Hey, I got to tell you, congratulations to me and you for probably the best audio output we have ever had in the history of the Stupid Radio hey. Show. Hey. Thank you very much. <laughs> Tonight went very well. Once we get this new studio going, we'll be on and popping. <laughs> we will. We'll be doing real nice. So, Jewel, what do you got over there? I see you drinking it. Oh. <laughs> it's not suiting me well. Tell the friends. Rough. I can't. It's embarrassing. It's yeah, I won't. <laughs> I won't. I won't spill your beans. I'll just tell everybody to head for the mountains. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what? Head for the mountains. It's got to be something bad. It's not too bad. But, like, after a couple, you're like, oh, <laughs> there it is. Ugh. What'd you get? I don't even know. I don't even know what percentage it is. It's just, you know. No, it's funny. Back in job. the day of, like, back in the day of random beer drinking, nobody cared about the percentage. Like, you no, were drinking your your mom, and now it's all, I'm, I'm, Deep into the depths of uh, my f- good friends at Neshaminy Creek. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. Neshaminy Creek and um, 9.3% tribute triple. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. right here, live on the stoop, Jules, beautiful young lady who seems so bored that she doesn't even want to be on the show. <laughs> She's even in a cranky look and says, say, stop talking to my mom so she can play with me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I 
she's mad because my phone won't go on. Toddlers. Toddlers. <laughs> it's funny because she's kind of like a mini jewel because she says a jewel what Jewel says to me. Oh, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> she does. She has my catchphrases such as, oh, man. <laughs> what the what? <laughs> What's happening? Guess we got to keep it PG Bye-bye. from here on out. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. got to keep it PG from here on out. Close Jewel's lovely princess is in the studio. Do I get a high at least? No, I don't get a, she's hiding she's hiding behind Joel's cell phone. I don't even get a high tonight. Shy. <laughs> she's shy tonight. That's okay. I yeah. see you looking. <laughs> uh, and I got a wave. <laughs> I got a wave from future stupid stupid hostess. <laughs> um all right, so we're gonna announce who's coming on soon because we have no idea. <laughs> We have fallen behind. You know, we were so packed with gas and so packed with days that we slacked off a little bit. Now we're screwed. So uh, we're going to bring you great gas. You know what? We have some on the hook from such as the Nickelodeon Network, (laughs) Netflix, HBO possibly. Yeah. So just tune in because we're going to have great people come on. Absolutely. We always get great people. And, you know. Tonight was no exception. Before we get off the air, because we're at that hour and a half point, and uh, a certain young lady is, is giving me the look as if to say, give me my mommy back. <laughs> <laughs> look at that face. She is done with you for tonight. Done with me, at least. <laughs> um, so a massive, monstrous, humongous, stoop thank you to Bobby Brown for coming out tonight uh, and just giving us a great time. Her interview was perfect, as I expected. You know, you really like the people who aren't afraid to talk about anything, and that's her. We do get some younger artists on here, and they don't want to talk about certain things. We understand that. But Bobby's like, whatever it is, it's good. You know. And she told us one thing was out of the question. She broke it down. I didn't touch it. Yeah. Fine by <laughs> us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine by us. So as of now, we are still on... I told her she's welcome back anytime. She put okay, absolutely, thank you. I could listen to that for hours. So um, <laughs> our wonderful Flyers just let up the third goal of the game with two minutes and forty seconds left. So it's now three-two Vegas, not looking oh. good, and a crappy goal at that. Well, bagel. Oh, yeah, well. bagel. You watch the instant replay, you will not believe. Yeah, that that's garbage. Pure garbage. That's horrible. Pretty bad. Sorry. And dude's got the look on He's like, yeah, I knew I was going to score. Like, you're some scrub. You got lucky. Yeah. That's no. okay. Very, again, very, <laughs> very special thanks to Bobby Brown. A humongous thanks to the amazing, the wonderful, the lovely, the hostess with the mostess, Miss Jewel Taney. Thank you to little Jewel Taney for letting me have your mom <laughs> for an hour and a half. And we will talk to you all again Wednesday night on another Hump Day episode of the Stoop Radio Show. We're going to pack it in. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll talk to you real soon. Have yourselves a great evening. And remember, don't be a, you know. D-bag. <laughs> a D-bag. Don't be a D-bag. And be nice to people, even the S-E ones. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye everybody. Have a great day. Say bye bye. Say bye bye. Child abuse. Good night. <laughs>
Now I'm getting yelled at. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>